everyone, welcome back to my podcast. This is your host, one and only D Omoledere Tijan, and it is beautiful to have you guys. <laughs> I haven't been here for a while, and I feel like it's beginning to tell on me because, um, yeah, it is. That is sad. I hope you guys missed me because I did. to talk about how difficult it is to be a leader and how sometimes leaders have like no option than to lead yeah so i want you through something one thing for me is that i often not want to lead it's just something that happens with me a lot like i do not even put myself in that position where i'm leading people or i'm leading things i other times because of how i am i just really want to you know chill somewhere i'll just be there enjoy my own company but like when i see a lot of people do a lot of things there is that urge to just step up to just say oh i really feel like it should be like this though i don't think it will go that way because i'm a very calculating person and i feel like i can see i do not see the future but like i can see the results in the process of something being done so it makes me you know that person that's one i also want to get into details of how i felt pressure being a leader at some point in life and i feel like a lot of people that have been in that situation would you know recall with me on this like they should understand you should know what it feels like and every other person you know you can either be a leader or a follower and being a follower isn't always a bad thing because at least that means you know all you have to do is follow instructions because uh it's a cool thing to do i mean trust me for me i don't think it's bad i feel like sometimes i want to just be a follower i just want to sit down and, you know play along and let someone else you know take the bait and move but like i find myself in those situations where i have to crawl like regardless of how much of a follower i want to be it just always so happens that i become a leader which is weird (laughs) so yeah let's dive right into it i know i know we're already into it but let's do it (laughs) plus i really miss you guys like so so much a lot and don't come for me like like this is like too much it's just a thing i can't help you guys i can't <laughs> love you so let's go i'll say this is an unknown beef because you know i didn't just know that there was a beef in that you know so it was I and this girl in secondary school. We were preparing for maybe an end of the year party or something like that. We'll do all this Yoruba things, dancing and all of that, you know, cultural things, yeah? So we had like two different things to practice for. I was chanting for the Ogun State's Ijebu people and she was supposed to chant for the Lekoshans. Mind you, I am a Lekoshan. I'm a worry, so um 
a pure breed that's always are like the original owners of lagos if you don't know no no that aside so like this lecturer trained us at the same time you know we had like things to say like different things to say but all of a sudden one time this man um this teacher comes to me like oh lady can you learn this also like he didn't even give me much of a choice he just told me to learn the um a core part of like the Lagosian chant and in my head i didn't still get what was happening like oh maybe he just wanted back up or something like that so i learned it yeah and this teacher i didn't have much of a choice remember i said that so i just learned it and he told me how to properly chant it use their voice all of those stuff so i did fast forward to like a few days before this event and to be honest this man didn't tell he didn't tell my friend that was supposed to be chanting together to not like to no longer train for the lagos chanting he didn't tell her and even like added a way for me to link my own augustine's chant with the lagos chant like now eulogizing myself as a lagosian and now continuing like to now praise lagosians like right into it after i finish praising Jungle state people it's just like saying oh yay Ogun state people you guys are the best and this was um this best like chant was presented to you by omoladori and omoladori is from lagos then i now start chanting for lagos and praising myself and the people of lagos something like that so i found a link to it but i didn't tell about it then fast forward to the day of the um you know thing itself so and the man just tells me that oh when you get up on stage don't just recite for Ogun do both and trust me I had no idea like it like it just came to meet us where we were changing if you know secondary school well you know that there's always like a changing room or something like that hmm? And so he came to the changing room and said, Oh, lady, just do your Ogun thing and then do the Yoruba thing that I taught you. Do the Lagos thing that I taught you. And in my head, I'm like, ah, why would this man say that? But at that point, it was my teacher. I was young. Although I've always been that person that would talk back. If I don't like something, I'll rebel. But at that point, it was the day of the deal. Gong, 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 gong. I was already going on stage to go and, you know, chant. So I, I didn't have a choice. So when I got there, I did my own, linked it, and did her part also. I'm not going to take this away, like the fact that it was her part. Like I'm not going to take that fact away, but I didn't give it to myself. So I did it, and I did it effortlessly well. And I'm not even like capping, yeah. So like after the whole thing, she didn't tell, like she didn't talk to me about it. She didn't ask me that, oh, why did you go there and do my part? Like, she didn't, we didn't talk about it. Not like we were the closest in secondary school. She was in the sciences, I was in heart. I had closer friends in the sciences. But, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Like, we were just one of those friends. Like, oh, hi, hi. That was all. So, when she brought this up, like, a few years later, 
it was just something for me to laugh about. I understood how hurt she was and how she carried it along. But I just, this is a story to just shed light on. Like, being the lead isn't something that you always have to like. It's not something that you always take on by yourself. Sometimes people just push you into it. Like, they just push you into that limelight like you know yeah, you can do it like uh, you know go ahead lead like do this you can do it people just see that potential in you and push it to you and they don't really know the kind of enemies that you gain from there that far forward to being in uni i am in uni and uh, i finished uni already congratulations to me and i didn't run for uh, any posts per se i didn't think i was going to be in any post i didn't even want to be i just want to be one of that girl you know chilling coming school going back home chilling yeah and one way or the other i find myself as the departmental president even though i didn't i didn't care to be i didn't want to be i didn't even think i could be first of all i didn't i was a d student that means i didn't do 100 level with them i did 100 level as an a level student so i came in 200 level and being a president in 400 level as a D student and a female president as that, it didn't look it didn't look possible to me. It wasn't one of those things I was looking towards. It wasn't one of I didn't dream of it. I didn't ever think it was going to be. But it just happened and it wasn't something I wanted. Like I was also like being tossed into it, like, oh, you know, yeah, you can do it. Yeah, you know, I, I like it for you. I feel like you can do it. And because the person that pushed me to it is something that is someone that can make or mar my future in that school eh, i couldn't quite say no or like just take it like and body it yeah to take on the responsibility of that person i like it really did weigh me down because it wasn't something i wanted to begin with and at a point, people even felt like I was power-driven or I was power-drunk. But it's just something that comes with leading. It comes with telling people what to do. That's what it means to actually be a leader. You actually, like, give or take. It's not like bossing people around, but you actually have to be a boss. This is just to tell you that leading comes with a lot of uncertainties, a lot of pressure, a lot of anxiety, a lot of um, bad days, um, a couple good ones too, and it's just honestly um, a lot of responsibility that one person has to carry on behalf of every other person, because regardless, when anything happens, the leader is like the one that's getting like the shorter end of the stick so yeah this um one thing i really want to let you know and i want you to take away from listening to this podcast is the fact that nobody really loves the powerful ones and honestly you learn that soon enough if you are a powerful one if you're one of those people that get to lead or if not yet, if you ever get to lead, you eventually realize that nobody really loves the powerful ones. Once you emit power and, you know, all of those stuff, yeah, people are not going to like you, like you. They're just going to like you. Not genuinely like you because 
in their head they probably feel like you're full of yourself or whatever you're doing you have a choice to do it and all of that and you know leaders often get misread and misunderstood and that will be fine too so this is my heartfelt apology to my friend i don't know if i'll still address her as my friend regarding the fact that um whatever happened has happened in years and i only thought about today to address it because you know i don't even know regardless i want to say i'm sorry i'm going to send this to you personally so that you know that i had no intention of taking your spot or being the center of everything it wasn't like it's not something that i could have helped in those moments like i was ordered to do it like i was commanded to do it so there's nothing that i could have done or maybe there is but i didn't know at that time and i'm really sorry that you felt like that to now post it like many years later on twitter and yes uh this is where i bid goodbyes and i say thank you very much if you got to this part of the podcast i love you so much you don't know how much i love you but i love you so so much like so so much and i remain your one and only beautiful host <laughs> thank you bye love you guys